Today I'd bring a little more sobering thought to you. Um, as Jesus hung on the cross, there's a little phrase that said he was there alone. I want to talk to you about being there alone. Now, all of us understand that you could be in a crowd and be very much alone. If you just got terrible news, you may walk out of a building or a doctor's office or a home and, and you may walk into a crowded area, but, but sometimes the, the load causes you to be there alone. On the cross, Jesus was there alone. They looked at him, but it says he was there alone. Uh, there were two thieves, murderers. They were convicted uh, and, and crucified on either side of him. There were soldiers. They crucified him. They were there. His mother was there and some other ladies. But it says he was there alone. John, the beloved disciple, was there. At one point, Jesus said to John, John, behold thy mother, woman, behold thy son. Um, but see, when it comes to the things that are real and eternal, Jesus faced God alone for our sins and with our sins and becoming sin. He was there alone. There was no one else to help him. There was no one with whom to share the burden. He was there alone. As he became sin and the sins of all the world were poured out upon him, as the sky darkened and turned black, God the Father turned his back on his own son and as the Son of God became sin, he bore our sin and became sin. He was there alone. There was no one to blame the sin on. He took full responsibility for it. He could not point to his poor childhood. He was there alone. He could not talk about the fact that his father died in his youth and that he had to carry the load of a man from early life. He was there alone. He could not blame his circumstances on having a single mother. He was there alone. Yes, there were people around. Yes, he was right outside Jerusalem where thousands of people lived. But between him and God and the wrath of Almighty God, he was there alone and there was no one to help. Absolutely, thoroughly, hopelessly alone. Now let's just think for a minute. There's a day coming when you too will stand before God alone. And if your sins have not been committed to Christ and you have not accepted his offer to take your sin, then your sins will most surely be on you and the judgment for those sins will be personally and intimately poured out upon you and you'll bear the weight of your sin alone. There'll be no one to help you, no one to blame. There'll be no one to... Uh, lean over and help you hold things up. You'll be there alone. When it comes to our sins, when it comes to your sin, you will face God alone, just like the Son of God did. In August of 1975, I put my faith in Jesus Christ. I was in a city park talking to a teenage friend, two 18-year-old young men, standing there at 10 o'clock at night. And I admitted the fact that I was a sinner. I admitted I needed a Savior. And I asked the Lord Jesus Christ to save me, to give me eternal life. I put my faith that night in the shed blood of Christ, in the death, burial, and resurrection of the Son of God to cover my sin debt. And that night, I, my sins were taken care of. 
They were placed 2,000 years ago back. The word is vicarious. Someone else did it on my behalf. Vicariously, he bore my sins. And, uh, and, and I'm not going to have to bear my sins. They've been paid for. Uh, that debt has been paid. Um, but if your debt has not been paid, if you've not put, placed your faith in Christ, if you have not trusted him and accepted the gift of eternal life and believed on him, one day you'll face God just like Jesus did alone. Remember how terrible it was. Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane. He sweat drops of blood. There was so much strain and pain. Blood vessels burst in his face. He was there alone. And all the sins of the world were were poured upon him. And and when, when you face Christ, if you're not saved, you will not be able to blame your wife because she was a big mouth. And you won't be able to blame your husband because he never went to church with you and the kids. The Bible says every man will give an account of himself before God. And understand this, you could not possibly find an excuse for every sin. But the fact is, sin is a violation of the law of God. And if you violate the law of God, you're going to pay for it. You will give an account of yourself and it will be alone. Over in Hebrews, it says, as it is appointed unto men once to die, and after that, the judgment. You're not going to you're not going to be floating around like Casper the ghost. You're not going to be sitting in a grave, um, nothing, um, you know, just turning to dust. No, your body may be in a grave, but your soul will be before Almighty God and you'll be there alone. One of the things that there's no doubt about, no confusion about, is that we will face God and our sins will be punished. And the Bible says in Revelation 21.8 that the murderer and the liar and the adulterer will have their part in the lake that burns with fire and brimstone, which is a second death. And there is no one, you're not going together. Uh, you're not going to be there with your beer drinking buddies. I've heard people say, well, I don't want to go to heaven. I want to go to hell with all my friends. No, you won't. No, you won't. For number one, you won't be with your friends. It'll be a place of darkness and blackness and alone. And it'll be a place of torment and a place of crying and, and, and terror and it's going to be alone. Not only will you be alone when you face God, you'll be, you'll be alone when you go to hell. And 10 years from now and 10,000 years from now, you'll find yourself alone in hell. We won't be able to smile and smirk and make fun of the things the preacher said. We won't be able to joke about some comment the preacher made and mock him and, and make some sarcastic humor, um, play on words and and, uh, and, and mock the teaching of the Bible. No, we're going to be there alone, completely, thoroughly, helplessly, hopelessly alone. But I'll tell you, there's good news. You put your faith in Jesus Christ. He said, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. And if you put your faith in Jesus Christ starting this very hour, you'll never be alone. During the darkest hours of my life, and I've not hurt like some people, but I've had some burdens. And in the darkest hours of my life, I knew one thing. My Savior was with me. I knew I was not facing those trials alone. I didn't know why God let me face those trials, but I knew he was there. And I knew he was with me, and I knew I could trust him. And I don't know what you're going to do with your future, but Jesus hung there alone so you would not have to face God alone. The Bible says that when the lost man appears 
at the judgment seat of at the great white throne judgment there will be a time when each person stands before God and it says that his from his face the heaven and the earth will flee away you'll look down there'll be nothing under your feet you'll look around for some camaraderie there'll be none there the creator of the universe whom we sinned against whose law we violated whose book we ignored whose church we shirked and we left those things loving our sin and loving ourselves and we will look up in the face of almighty god and the wrath of god should cause us to tremble beyond words because we'll be there at that moment alone and there will be no second chance there'll be no hope you're listening to this you're hearing these words in mercy god is giving you a chance today to put your faith in christ to tell him i'm not trusting my good works i'm not trusting the church i'm not trusting being good i am a worthless sinner and i need a savior and you tell him you want to be saved you tell him you're trusting what jesus did to save you you tell him you're committing your sin to christ and you're asking for that gift of eternal life to be yours because the bible says whosoever shall call in the name of the lord shall be saved if you call on him he'll save you and i want you today to understand you will be alone completely alone facing god and thrown into hell alone for eternity or you can accept what jesus did for you his loneliness his hours of suffering his torment he was there alone but he did it for you so that you might trust him and accept him and that he then might say, I'll never leave thee nor forsake thee. I'll tell you the greatest news you can get is that Jesus will save your sin and that he'll come and dwell with you, inside you, live with you, be your friend, your comfort, your guide, your help. Oh, what a savior. Don't let him slip away. You have this moment. Trust him. He was there alone. You don't need to be.